Hello and welcome to a brand new Five Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Mahachko, back in the hot seat and looking devilishly handsome. He is the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour. He is our founder, fearless leader, and he's rocking the robe for all of you out there in Loveland tonight. John Johnston. Hello, sir. How you doing, Greg? Well, stuff is happening. Things are I happening. Feel, the world's exploding. Old. Everybody's insane. Why do you feel old? We're having a brief pre-going live conversation about when the first Five Heart episode aired. September yeah. 2nd, 2016. See, I told you it was before I was dead. Yeah. No, that was after I was dead. I died in 2015. What a dumb way to start a conversation. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember those days very well. Okay, let's move on. Okay. Um, well, just lots, lots to go. But, yes. John, we're joined by a very special guest. This this guest has riven, riven, that's not a word, risen above the ranks of mere Chatterfield. This guest reached out to you, expressing their interest in, in being on the show. And in, in, again, a regular here almost every week, if not every week, knows the show and still volunteered to be on the show. And I don't know if there's like a, a tryout of sorts. This might be um, a new full-time member of the Five Heart Podcast, but Chatterfields, welcome one of your own, making her Five Heart Live debut. It's Minnie, everybody. Yay. Thank you. What, a, the- what an introduction. I'm waiting for the shock and awe because I'm 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 going through all the comments. Comments started lining up a half hour ago about oh, yeah. uh, the situation in Lincoln. Uh, so I'm excited for all the new comments after the reveal. Minnie, how are you? I'm great. Glad to be here. A- again, you know what you're getting into, right? I mean, you've oh, been yeah. around the show long enough. Oh, there's a lot of fun. <laughs> it, you're you're wise to not put your last name on there oh. because I'm sure you have a job <laughs> and you want to separate. You, you, you want to have a little bit of plausible deniability. Exactly. So before we get into all the all the happenings, we got to find out more about you. I mean, what? Where are you from? As as specific as you want to get, and you don't have to like you know get too specific. I'm from Arizona. I live here in Phoenix, and I have a um, a cabin up north. And believe it or not, it snows up there. So we're not all just desert. And my family and I, we love to ski. We ski all winter long. And besides skiing, I'm a full-time Husker fan, as you can see. <laughs> I imagine like most Husker fans, it's uh, um, overstressed and underpaid being a full-time fan. Absolutely. <laughs> I always joke that I am probably one of the biggest fans there is because I've never been a fan of when we've been good. It's just been heartbreak and sorrow. <laughs> you too. Yes, yeah, so you yeah. know. 0506, this, you know the this the Callahan era. 
this doesn't say uh, a lot for either your well, your judgment and taste. taste. <laughs> really, that's what it is. We, we have hope. John? What? Th- was it an unexpected surprise? I mean, I guess that's that's uh, redundant. It's both was, unexpected was, and a surprise to re- un- receive a, un- a contact from Minnie about coming on the show. Yes. Would you care to elaborate, or is that what we're sticking well, with? Yeah, I... <laughs> I don't know. I think she sent me an email and I thought, well, she's always positive. She could be bubbly. She could be, uh, you know what? She could be the counter to me, you know, the cranky, crusty old guy. And I can, I can, I can, you, you, you're not old enough to be the cranky, you know, the, I'm a grumpy old man. No, no, but I thought I was the counter to you because I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. 15 and no positivity. You're not, you're, you're more like the full metal jacket counter to me. (laughs) Whatever the hell that might mean. We need somebody that, you know, look at her. She's got a nice smile. It's, she looks good. She Her house is festive. There you go. We're ready. We're ready to party. And besides that, besides that, Greg, there are 853 Nebraska podcasts and YouTube shows. And you know mm-hmm. what they're all missing? You know what they're Women. all missing? Yeah. And I just think that's dumb. So, you know, we have Beth for volleyball. We have Miley for volleyball. We're going to have some, we're going to have softball coming up and we're going to have stuff there. We need a woman for football to represent. I just, you know, not because it's kind of, you know, ooh, diverse. It's more that I like the voice. I like the different people having different ideas. That's what I like. So I want to argue with Minnie. That's what I'm saying. Well, there's, there's a lot of women Husker fans. Yeah. There are. And There's as many women as there are men. Maybe more. Demographically speaking, I mean, 51% of the world's population is female, so. There you go. I, I, I got to be careful because are they? I mean, I, maybe, that's, that's, a, that's a different podcast altogether. I see, um, I see them at games. When I get to go to games, I see more women than I do men. Maybe the men are just smarter and don't wear red. To games, actually, I, I do have a theory about that. The women will dress up to the nines. Yeah. We wear red from head to toe. We're bringing our pom poms, whatever we can do to cheer on our team. And the guys try to slip as much whiskey as they can and wherever the hell they're going to fit. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I mean, I don't do that anymore, but that was kind of a, you know, where are they not going to pat me down at kind of thing? Can I look fatter? I'd like to be fatter. From what I understand, you used to pregame with some uh, Jack Daniels enemas because it would absorb into the bloodstream faster, right? Oh, God, no. (laughs) You know, here's the years ago, Todd, I don't know if Todd was one of those guys, but when we went to games, most of the guys would drink Bacardi 151, an alcohol that was so powerful it's no longer sold. Okay, and it, it it was 151 proof. I mean, it was just drink it, you're done. You know, we used to carry them out at half and like throw them someplace and come back at halftime. I didn't drink that much before Husker games, but there were times where, you know, you know what a Boda bag is? No. Okay, you don't. Think of uh, like an old, old TV show. Well, <laughs> you're not old. <laughs> Think of an old TV show where you have a leather sack and it's, you know, it's like a leather can. Like an Indiana Jones satchel? 
yeah, kind of like a satchel and you pour okay. it full of whiskey and you could just mold it around your body and stuff it in your coat, like up in here. Right. And make yourself kind of look fatter and around your gut and down in your pants. And, you know, that's where you'd stick your butter bags. And those were the, how you snuck whiskey into the games and stuff. But I, I usually didn't, I say usually, sometimes I did drink a lot, but there you go. Hey, we have news today. Well, before we do that, let's let's get to some you of the before. response. Okay. We had as I as I, I put this one up there a minute ago, Justin. Oh, said, hi, Justin. In, in fact, we're just gonna let Minnie respond to all these. Oh god. So there's there's Justin. There's Josh. Hi, thank you. Hi, Josh. Phil. Oh, Phil, it's so nice to see you too. Fred. Oh, the man. <laughs> <laughs> uh Joel. Oh hi Joel. Now you gotta read Thank this. You. Or actually Thank tell you, you so what, let me let me read this comment on your behalf. Joel says Minnie is prettier than John. Well, yeah. I now would hope so. I mean that's that's because he I cut have, his hair. Well, I, here's the I thing. have the our, I have the crust going. Our very next one is Richard says John Minnie has better hair than you. Whoa, now that's a compliment. <laughs> I was going to say that's that's really <laughs> as the kids would say throwing the shade. <laughs> I don't I don't know if they're still saying that by the way. Um all right. Uh Stephanie here another, you know, again, um uh, representative for, from the the female fan base, which is great. I think that means we have Hi, two. Stephanie. Monica's around too as well. Monica <laughs> uh, jumps in from time to time. Um let's see. Fred says Full Metal Greg and Sergeant Johnston. I'm just glad I wasn't Sergeant Johnson. That'd be totally inappropriate. Um, Stephanie says totally agree, including a female voice. And Phil wants to know, Minnie, how did you become a Husker fan? Oh boy. Uh, well, here's here's a, a short version of it. I was I've never liked football. And I didn't know anything about it. And I've been kind of around guys, you know, that like football pretty much my whole life, including my brothers and my dad. But um, it wasn't until about 10 years ago um, when I was watching, I think it was, I think it was BYU versus Nebraska. Anyways, the quarterback got injured so bad that they carted him off in an ambulance. And I thought, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm just watching it out of the corner of my eye. I thought, this poor kid, is he going to live? And I thought, for sure, the game would not continue. And sure enough, it did. And I thought, oh, my gosh. Aren't they worried about their teammate? And then I was thinking, you know, if I was – a football player I think I would just like to fight even harder for my injured teammate and that's exactly what they did I mean I hate to say it of course because Nebraska lost but <laughs> um you know I was just impressed with the young kids putting their bodies on the line every single play and I feel like that's kind of a heroic feat and so these young kids they sign up for this and I admire it. And I love, I love everything Huskers, the, you know, everything from like the Bob Devaney 
years, you know, Tom Osborne. I love hearing all those old stories. And then, of course, whenever you get around Husker fans, we're all nuts. So it's kind of like one big happy family. <laughs> I think your answer there and Aaron's comment, very uh, synchronous, as he says, many is an island of reason and a sea of crotchety delusion. <laughs> Well, crotchety delusion. Come on now. We're going to find this out as we go on. This <laughs> island of reason thing. Uh, John, while we're working on uh, coordination hair care products. Yeah. Living in Omaha, David Matney says, maybe we need coordination merch with hidden pockets for smuggling booze. Well, see, you don't. You just need to find Boda bags. And then you can, they just fit. Can we can, can we get some coordination? Can we get some Kabi Boda bags? I will look for things <laughs> I could have for Kabi Boda bags, and we'll. I you know that, that's um, the thing. The further see, I get away from the alcohol, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about now. Yeah. All right, I now know what a Boda bag is officially, so I feel better. Looks like looks like a 20th century version of an old wineskin. So yes. Uh, all right. So, so a few things happened. I mean, we should probably you know, we're almost 15 minutes into this thing and uh, a few things happened. I am under the belief that a couple of days ago, you know, we were looking like we might have three quarterbacks in, in uh, Kyle McCord, uh, Danny Kalen and oh, Dylan Rayola. That was what it was certainly looking like. And now I'm convinced we're going to have zero quarterbacks and we're going to have Heinrich Harburg and Chubba Purdy and they will lead us to another season <laughs> okay so so the news is kyle mccord has decided he's not coming to nebraska and everybody's like what what happened well the 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 word is is that kyle mccord wanted to be guaranteed a, a starting position and no coach is going to do that I, I i unless you have like nobody with legs no coach is going to look at a player and say, yes, you're just going to be the guaranteed starter the way the moment you walk in here. Uh, and I guess his next destination is projected to be Syracuse, which uh, maybe they don't have any quarterbacks or maybe they look at him and go, fine, you're the starter. But uh, that that's the story on McCord. But I think that I think the story for me is going on. You know, I try to limit my time on Twitter. I've said that before. The thing is, is yesterday we were so high as a kite with the whole, oh, my God, we have three quarterbacks. And today it's like we all woke up in a ditch naked and, uh, you know, hung over and we don't know where we are and we don't know how we got there. And we're like, what the hell happened? There you go. And it's just, you know, it's dear God. It's not the first time John I woke mean, up naked in a ditch. Well, well, well that's a different story. <laughs> Deny it. You can't. I just, you know, the, right. the, we have we have a ways to go. The portal doesn't close until January 2nd. There's a ways to go through this process. You know, our time, keep in mind that our timetable is not Dylan Rayola's timetable and it's not Kyle McCord's timetable and they're going to take their time to do things right. There you go. That's my That's my take on the Kyle mm -hmm. McCord situation. Well, here's my take on a completely unrelated situation, John. We are, well, as Husker fans, we are knee-deep into the offseason, which means we're that much closer to eventually the young gun screening. 
And mm-hmm. while it, it's a little early in the show, Paul Dalen wanted us to have four ninety nine for Team Jack. So I've written okay. it down. This new total. Thank you very much, Paul, for your super chat, your support. Uh, No, no, see, this happens every once in a while where things just seize up. And by the way, Minnie, if you're going to get an urge word edgewise with me around, you just need knock on the door. You need to go first in. (laughs) Yeah, you just burst in. I'm I'm a guy that I I'm not I don't have a filter, and you know I'm not as nice as Greg. I just go. So if you're going to go, just you know, pow. I'm going to go now. Okay. Okay. Um. So I kind of have a theory on this. I I believe that Matt Rule, you know, he just did that Pat McAfee show yesterday and he's on the show. He's looking all relaxed. And I think that he knew already real was coming, obviously, but I think he already had the conversation with the other two quarterbacks, you know, with, um, Kyle McCord and with Daniel Kalen and basically, you know, was totally honest with them and up front and said, you know, it's up to you, but you know, he's our, <laughs> he's our number one choice. So yeah. I, 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 I think he's just being fair. Yeah. And I, I don't think he can handle it any other way. I mean, if you look at people, if you guarantee a guy a starting position, number one, you, you're not sure what he's going to do in your offense and your place. You know, Beth and I did a volleyball show earlier. She's stressed. And keep in mind, Beth played Division One volleyball, and she coached Division One volleyball. And she said, you know, 2023, this volleyball team, and we talked about how a lot of them are coming back next year, and it will be a different team with the same players. It'll still be a different team. So even though Kyle McCord had a lot of stuff going on at Ohio State, and I would have loved to have him at Nebraska, mm-hmm. you can't just tell the guy, yeah, you're the starter when you walk in the right. door. Right. And then t- exactly. turn the problem with that is you can't turn around then and tell your other team, oh, by the way, you guys are all going to have to compete for stuff, but I've anointed this guy God. Yes, exactly. It doesn't it doesn't work that way. So, it, and I I completely agree with the, you know, the mentality. Nothing should be handed, right? I mean, Nebraska is not good enough to uh, anoint or appoint anyone in in the off season. Uh, Josh makes a good point. I'm going to throw his comment up here. He says, call me jaded, but I'm taking 11-1 and McCord over an 0-0 anyone. <laughs> I mean, McCord, <laughs> Kyle McCord did prove himself uh, yeah. in one of the tougher conferences, uh, the, certainly the tougher division in, in one of the tougher conferences. Um, you know, his only loss was to Michigan. Michigan went on to, uh, you know, obviously win the, the conference, the conference championship. And, you know, they're they're – Ohio State, as much as I hate them, and I do, I mean, I, I mm, they're they're a, a, a top five hated team uh, for me for a host of reasons. Um, but well, I mean, the kid proved young man. Uh, he proved himself as a as a starting quarterback at the uh, Division One level. Again, does that mean that he can dictate? You no, know, you you need to name me the starter. I'm not going. No, but. He he's he's the proven commodity. He's not the eighteen year old coming in green. Even if he's you know Dylan Rail being the number one, almost a number one overall draft pick, but number one recruit in the country. 
Well, go ahead, Minnie. What does that mean for Nebraska bringing in Dylan Riola? I mean, think about that. It's huge. We're, we're getting national attention. And when, when news broke that Dylan Riola was coming to Nebraska, I mean, I hate to say it, but kind of nothing was talked about with Kyle McCord. You know, we're getting national attention. Think about that as far as the recruits go. It, and I don't disagree, but I also know that Danny Kalen did a lot of, you know, recruiting a, as a as a commit himself. Um, and and James Borman, you know, this is kind of what I alluded to moments ago. He says, uh, nightmare scenario, McCord moves on, Kalen commits to Michigan State, Rayola goes back to Georgia on Wednesday, and the sky turns black in Lincoln. Um, it, it's dogs and cats he, living he together. Applied, it's the whole he, plague of locusts. That's Thank what he's you. missing there. Plagues, because that's happened in Nebraska. Plagues of locusts coming and eating all the clothes and all the crops and all the Nebraska football did eat the stadium. This is a, this is what amazes me about us as fans is, and I think every fan base does this is the catastrophizing. You know, none of this stuff has happened. Okay, we have January second. The portal closes. Decisions have to be made. None of this stuff has happened. It's like having. I don't know, a $2 billion in stocks you haven't turned into money yet. It's just sitting out there, and you, don't, you haven't got the capital gains yet. That's can, can, I, can I throw a, up a comment here that is is completely I, – I understand, you know, because I said, you know, Dylan Real being an 18-year-old kid. Jason Reeves with an interesting comment. I didn't expect it. It was not on my, you know, Wednesday night, Five Heart Live bingo card. Uh, where Jason says we win wars with 18 year olds. We do. I mean, like historically, yes, but we also win them with bigger, better weapons. <laughs> and, and are the weapons around Dylan Rayola bigger and better than the weapons that are in Athens, Georgia or uh, Columbus, Ohio, you know, that that's, I wasn't we don't have prepared. to. We don't have to go eleven and one next year to be successful. We have a very six and six low bar. Yeah, <laughs> that we didn't make this year, unless everybody's already pooping themselves about next season. You know, I we have to I, go ten and two, or everybody's already. You know what I mean? It's not even. We're not even through this season, for God's sake. <laughs> There's still a whole college football playoff and bowls and portals and national signing day, and we're already like damning the world. You know. John, I'm a I'm a 41 year old man, and I haven't pooped myself in a long time. I like the comment that somebody said that Dylan Rayola should announce his commitment from John's bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you borrow the bathrobe. <laughs> um, Too perfect. Oh, here we go. Uh, represent Crystal is uh, excited to see Minnie on the show, uh, and and again, I know my. Uh, uh, my service dropped out like some of the uh, footballs through our receivers hands and, and the commenters were quick to make those analogies. Um, but I did come back uh, in time for uh, many for John to say, just jump in anytime because we talk a lot. And yeah. if you wait for a window, that window will close. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so right now, realistically, our quarterback room is Chubba Purdy, Heinrich Harburg, and that's it. 
Yeah. <laughs> and we're where we were. We were exactly where we were when Casey Thompson left. I mean, that's kind of what it feels like to me. You know, we thought well, Casey, we had the most stacked quarterback room, right? And then all of a sudden, it's like the rug got pulled out from underneath us. What? He's leaving? <laughs> so... This is the rumor that was floating around. Uh, Brett says Casey Thompson is in Lincoln driving around with Emmett Johnson and throwing the football to him at an athletic training center and at a Lincoln physical therapy rehab center. So there is a rumor going around that Casey Thompson is back in Nebraska. And uh, I'll propose this scenario. Okay. I don't know if he has eligibility left, but you know, there a few days ago, there was a, a lawyer or a judge, uh, granted an injunction against the NCAA in them disallowing multi-year transfers. In other words, basically the law said you can't block players from transferring multiple times. And I believe the NCAA has come out and said, okay, we won't. So it is possible if Casey Thompson has eligibility left that he could transfer back to Nebraska. And, and now people might go, well, why would he do that? Okay, put yourself in KFC Thompson's shoes. Is he going to get drafted? Is he going to make more money in the draft? Or is he going to make more money on Neil going to be going someplace and being a quarterback that has experience and showed that he can play football fairly well? Maybe not so much on the health side, but there you go. That's my counter to this is all lunacy. Of course it's all lunacy. We're, you know, we're – we're going through Lunatics. a process that hasn't come to an end yet. And we're living, yeah. you know, this is what the 24 hour news cycle does to all of us. It turns us oh. into madmen. And this is what the transfer portal, you know, it, it compounds it exponentially, you know, um, I, I, look, I'm not bemoaning the, the olden days uh, when John had dark hair, uh, but it, with the, with the, transfer the availability of the transfer portal i mean the kids can write their own ticket right or wrong i mean however you choose to attack that argument um it just it it's a never-ending game that these kids can play and especially with social media and you know if you were if you were the dylan royal the weather rayola family i mean you'd be negotiating for whatever higher whatever the highest price you could get. And at the same time, be looking at where you could be the most successful. You're not just going to make it. I know that there's a lot of people I've seen comments from us. I've seen comments on other things, you know, this kid just needs to make a decision. Well, no, he, he doesn't actually, he doesn't need to make a decision until signing day. And then he needs to decide. And like I said earlier, their timeline is not our timeline just because we're like, oh, make a commitment, stop jerking people around. Oh my God, grow up for you, candy butt people. But doesn't it doesn't it feel like he belongs in Lincoln? Like <laughs> honestly, he just belongs yes. there. Yes. He's been a husker his whole life. It felt wrong that he was going to Georgia. I just never believed it. Even when his okay, whole he, family moved to Georgia. <laughs> that's, I was going to ask you that you live in Phoenix. He lived in Phoenix that, yep. you know, the mm -hmm. Metro. And uh, now did you live close to him? Did you like binoculars? You were spying on, yes. you're a stalker, right? 
Absolutely. I am a stalker. <laughs> Sad, but true. Um, he was going to go to school at a, a high school just two miles down the road from me. And I called up the school and wanted to know how I could volunteer for the football program. And they said that I could volunteer to move the chains. So I was all set to start moving the chains during football <laughs> games, except he left and went to Georgia. Did you take your name off the phone list? <laughs> did, yeah, <laughs> did you still do the chains? No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I don't have any ties to that school. I Minnie, you're going to fit in real. You're going to fit in really well around here. <laughs> well, God, yeah, you are. <laughs> I mean, that, Russ, that reminds me. Well, so, that, 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 but that brings up an interesting. Uh, uh, here we go. So we talked about. Um, I'll dog on it. I have to find it again. Sorry. Um, we talked about uh, Dylan making the, his commitment from John's uh, bathroom. And uh, I have to find it again. I'm so sorry, everybody. Here we go. Well, uh, Fred says, if if Dylan doesn't commit, John will cry in Dylan's bathroom and then get a restraining order. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think at this point it'd be really, you know, it'd be nice if he committed. I mean, it'd be nice if we heard an announcement. It'd be nice, you know. All of the crystal balls were Kyle McCord is coming to Nebraska. So obviously something happened. Something happened somewhere that set off this stuff. And mm -hmm. probably I, I said this Monday night, excuse me, I don't have any sources, but I'm guessing something happened in Georgia to cause this stuff where, you know, they maybe something where Georgia didn't have the nil money that Nebraska offered or something. You know what I mean? There's a lot of stuff going on I, and all I'm of it is you know, a lot of it is private conversations. I was just say, or Dylan's on the run from the law and he can't stay in Georgia. <laughs> Not likely. Okay. No. Yeah. No, he's a good. Many would know. Many would yeah. know. This. I would know. No, I, I. I think it's interesting that Rule went on McAfee yesterday, and he was talking about how a kid can be guaranteed a certain amount of nil, and then once you know it's time to pay up, they don't do it, and he kept talking about that. So I kind of feel like he was alluding to this may have happened at Georgia. Oh, okay. So they promised him things that they didn't deliver on. Yeah. I mean, we've heard that from other programs. I'm going to take two comments real quick. Joel Tilson, Rayola, Rayola announcement tomorrow. I I don't know. Why would he announce tomorrow? I, that's it, Joel. That's what I mean about yeah. their timeline is not our timeline. And then Fred Sacco says, serious question. Question. I'm catching up on all of it. Is Rayola questionable? Still questionable for us, or is he definitely in? Well, he's questionable up until until you sign the letter of intent. There you go. You're questionable. And we've all seen kids back out at the last minute. So, and, you know, quite frankly, Joss Hansen has this right. Fred, he isn't in until signing day, asked Georgia. Yeah, this is how it goes. This is recruiting, and this, this is how it's always gone, you know? So I get that people are kind of freaked out about the fact that yesterday we were thinking we'd have two five-star quarterbacks and Danny Kalen on the roster, and, you know, today we might have zero. Tomorrow we might have four or five. We might have <laughs> Cam Ward coming to Nebraska. 
And well, you know, I don't know or, about uh, Cam Ward. I don't know. But Caleb Ward, see what I did there? Says, yeah, I believe yeah. Riola comes after the semester and team practices end. Hope he does. But yeah. we've been through this too many times to keep hopes up too high. So um, I, like, I like what MW said. Would others flip with Riola? It's a great question. Oh, beat me to it, John. I've got to get a wireless mouse. Like I, I'm just using this pad With on the, the laptop. It's 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 goes well. Slow. I I don't know if I no. Who knows? I don't know who's going to flip with Riola. I would Here's think that better. we'd be more concerned about the two other two two receivers from Bellevue West flipping out of the class if Danny Kalen's not going to be there. I was going to so make just because gonna... just because. I want to give you all more heartburn. Thanks, John. Yeah, I took it. Did I just snatched it from you? I was to say same thing I, because it's not just the kids from Bellevue. Um, what about like if if we're if we're trying to get this rush of of in state talent and by bringing in Rayola, we chase away Danny Kalen, perhaps one or two of the receivers that he's teammates with. What about Carter Nelson? Oh, like, he's not how, going anywhere. What, what, how, well, how far does this trickle-down effect go? It it doesn't. Okay. I mean, if we want to yank people's chains, we can do that. But, I mean, Carter Nelson went to Notre Dame, turned around, and said, I'm still in. I got to put this one up because this is the name I always refer to. Jason Reeves, thank you so much. Bubba Starling still has eligibility. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we get into this situation, I always go back to that uh, 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 quarterback slash ball player from Kansas City, I think, or, or, or somewhere down there, who committed and I believe signed, but then went enter the draft and, and had, if I recall, uh, just a stellar Major League Baseball career. Okay. One Vision 83 says that this this plays out like our unluckiest streak. We miss on both at the last second. That's the thing with us is I think we're used to being beat up. We're used to not having last things. We're used to being uh, many. You were the one that. No. Rules in control. He's in control. He knows what's going on. I mean, I all of this happening all within the same week, really – coming to Nebraska for an official visit, his uncle getting signed for another year and getting a bump. I mean, he's taking care of the offensive line so that his nephew is protected. And I think we're going to have him for three years, at least. Dylan Royola or the the coach? Dylan Royola. (laughs) And and the coach, yes. Both. Both Royolas. Well, while there's been plenty of, of quarterback talk, and it has been, you know, certainly leading the the media circus, uh, Nebraska did get a commitment today. I don't know if yes. you are all aware. Oh, well, I can't I can't spring anything on you all. Um, Alexander uh, Rugaroli from Bishop Gorman High School in Las Vegas. He's a three star offensive tackle, and he. Uh, Look, I, when I crop a, a photo, you, you get the best I can give you. And 
I figure it's more important to have the whole thing rather than all the anyway. I don't. I'm gonna have to justify myself to you all. Um, so anyway, there there's also talk. They've been talking quite a bit in the comments uh, um, about a five star, uh, and it was I almost thought it was Brett Baker. Uh, we know Brett Baker, but it's Brandon Baker. Um, that is mulling around Nebraska as well. So um, it's, you know, it's, if you're going to bring in Dylan Royal, you better bring in some hosses to protect him. No offense to Haas. Well, they got Grant Brooks coming in. That's a, that's you know, true. That's a good that's one. Bryce, ben, Bryce Benhart's coming back and, you know, he we improved all the way up to be coming. And, and that yeah. is one of the things that um, we got to hear, I believe, in the comments. Vince Watson, and many I know you and Vince go way back, at least back and forth every week, but Vince mm-hmm. always says, everyone worry about quarterbacks, but we've already won the offseason with all the players who have chosen to return uh, that could have moved on. I think that says quite a bit mm-hmm. as well. You yeah. know, when you mentioned Ben Hart, who was much improved in 2023 over uh, 2022, we get the left side of the offensive line shored up a little bit. Um, you know, we, we might have – and have a feasible, fully functioning offensive line. Yeah, but that'd be something. <laughs> I, I did catch that earlier, Vince, and I, I want to make sure that I that I brought it up because I did I did think that that was a, a, a great comment. Um, uh, I had it here. Fred wanted to know what I'm drinking tonight. Important stuff. Uh, what is Greg drinking? I'm having a solar flare from Site One. I am in my seasonal beer mode. Uh, and don't hold it against me. This is from Texas, but it's about the only good thing to come from Texas, and that's Shiner's Holiday Cheer. It's one of my favorite go-to Christmas beers. I highly recommend it. Five, it's it's a little lower on the alcohol uh, content from from uh, previous weeks, but it's a just nice nice overall. Hope you all enjoy it. There you go, Fred. My rotten son just walked in here and flipped me off. Double birds, Ian. <laughs> that sounds about that's right. A, well, that's yeah, what they that's, teach that's in Minnesota. How our, that's how our family holiday season gets going. I, okay. I fully blame uh, the University of Minnesota for that. He wasn't like that before he went to that school. Well, actually. <laughs> Somebody Brian, raised him to be a a snotty, Brian mouthy Bauer, kid. Brian Bauer wanted to know what we're doing about the void at the long snapper position. Don't. Oh my God! Is don't do it, void? Fred. Don't do it, Fred. <laughs> is, there, is, is there a void at the long snapper position? Marcus Ortiz. Yeah, he uh, left. What? Oh my God! You know this stuff. You're coming back on. That's it. <laughs> I mean, Thank I didn't you. realize there was a void at the long snapper position. Yeah. Yeah. What are we going to do? I don't do? know. I teach somebody to long snap. I think that that, that position, you know, anybody who's snapping the ball is insane to, to play that position out of any position on the field. That person has to be crazy. They've changed the rules so that you can't be right over the top of a long snapper. You know, for years, the guy had a guy right on top of him, and he had to snap the ball long, accurately, quickly, 
and deal with a guy right in his face at the same time. And I think that those people are just, they're a certain level of batshit insane. So they have to find a person who's batshit insane and teach them to long snap or find one that already just knows how to do that. But I'll tell you what, if you wouldn't have, people. if you wouldn't have a prolonged career in the NFL, long snappers where it's at. Or backup quarterbacks. You could be a backup quarterback. That too. Um, here we go. I'm, I don't, I look, we always have to, uh, um, highlight the uh ignorant folk i suppose i don't know why uh this individual here says nebraska has sucked for 20 years and will suck for the next 20 stick to volleyball tom ain't walking through that door thank you well okay first of all you you know you know they're not husker fan right they're they're just here to troll and that's okay we're we're going to feed them just a, a morsel just a morsel to um, let them know that we have a sense of humor. And to an extent, they're right. We have sucked for 20 years. And uh, our volleyball is top notch. <laughs> uh, but we don't know the next years. And and that's where, I, that's where my hope lies. Anybody who's seen um, Shawshank Redemption knows that hope is a good thing. Perhaps the best of things. And no good thing ever dies. It's a great movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is. Let's see here. What's I saw next, one. Frank? Uh, Moonbot you, you says. Uh, starred. Thank you. Uh, oh Moonbot says they got many. That's Hi, right. It, 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 was a, it was an early signing period acquisition. Uh, <laughs> we're very excited for the future uh, of the team now. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to keep it. In football verbiage. Um, yes, I do have a bunch of star, John. And wouldn't you know, they have a lot to do with quarterbacks, okay? Well, okay. Uh, Dion Skeptical. Dion Pryor says, this to me is a complete mess, and how in the world can anyone trust Dylan to stick around? How? Dion. What? He's, he has been a party pooper for the last couple of weeks. He keeps waking up on the wrong side of the bed. <laughs> Let's get it together, dude. Come on, we're in this together. Oh, I didn't expect that. Well, I think that it's it, you know it's usually bad form when you. I think it's bad form when you commit to a team for a year and then you leave before that. So, I. How can anybody trust Dylan to stick around? Well, you can't trust coaches to stick stick around. You can't trust athletic directors to stick around. This isn't a matter of like this kid owes us something. We're not entitled to anything from Dylan Riola. So, and and I said this Monday night. I'll say it again. These guys are going to take their time to make their decisions. They're not on our time clock. Just because we want them to announce tomorrow doesn't mean they're going to. Would it be nice? Yes, but they don't deserve to be beat up if they're, you know, taking their time because this is a big this is a giant decision for all of these young men i mean if you're gonna wow if you're gonna if you're gonna make a decision about this you're there are now millions of dollars at stake for probably these quarterbacks and that's a huge decision and not to be taken lightly go ahead aaron says dion getting the mom speech and phil laughs and says mini dropping truth bombs (laughs) 
<laughs> he froze just like that. Uh, oh, beyond boy. catching heat is what Moonbot says. Um, John Fields says Siskel and uh, uh, Ebert guest starring Minnie. I don't know. I, I think we're, we're like a, a, a Waldorf and uh, who's the other Muppet up in the balcony, John? Astoria. No, I, I have no idea. Waldorf. I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> Waldorf. You're not going to look that up, are you? Statler. Okay. Waldorf okay. and Statler. Are you guys going to start singing the Manam Ana song? I, I, <laughs> no. you know I that song? Yes. A great song. Yeah, here we go. Jason says Waldorf, Statler, and Minnie. Okay, so, there you go. It's uh, Statler. <laughs> Dion. <laughs> Dion, did you Wow. <laughs> Just piling on now. Uh, I'm sorry, Dion. He's my buddy. I have to give him a hard time. Let's see. He left. Okay. I don't know if he left. <laughs> um, all right. I, I love uh, David Matney's questions. We'll, we'll get to them. It's good. Uh, David Canada wants to know uh, or says, I wonder how much the 1890 initiative raised today. A few Huskers uh, were really fired up with the thought of two quarterbacks coming today. Yeah. I guess well, they have really. There were people on Twitter that stated they were donating and people were having screenshots of their screen of, you know, yeah. donating to 1890. I don't, you know, the sneaking suspicion in me that the, the money for this stuff is coming from somewhere else. But that's just, again, it's a hunch. It's not anything that I've heard, but there well, you go. Someone with semi-recent ties to the Nebraska Athletic Department mm -hmm. Uh, did come into about $15 million a little over a year ago. So maybe maybe he's decided to, to give back a little bit. I don't know. Um, amongst yeah, all I this. Did, I, did ahead, a lot, I did some research when this whole thing started. Wait, time out, time started. out. What? We don't do research for this show. What are you talking about? You can't come in prepared. <laughs> well, we have, well, is, we have her now. All right. Okay. Sorry, right, I didn't mean to interrupt. It had the 1890 initiative had had um, begun with this family in Lincoln, and I forget the last name. It's the Peds. Like, thank you. And yeah. I read that there was a four billion dollar fund that it started from. So, if that's true, I did. I read it. I mean, you have to I don't. Think of I don't. I don't know what the come on net worth of the Pede family is. I you know there are just just crap tons of in money in America and people, you know somebody said this to me today. I think it was somebody in my work because we all complain about college football at work. Uh, you know why why are we having why would these people give this much money for a quarterback? Why are we doing this? And my answer to them is, you know, there's people with just tons of money that. They're a, they're more typically typically more overachieving people that end up with a lot of money and they have egos and one of the ways they show that is having a winning football team that they can you know if I had like I don't know an extra hundred million laying around I donate to the renovation get my name on something and then I turn around and give two million dollars to a quarterback just because then I turn to my buddy from Penn State and say what do you think of that you and then there's a bunch of profanity that will go along with it. Many said our kids were watching this, so I'm trying to be nicer than normal. How old are your kids? If I can I was ask, thinking the same Is question. It? I have three daughters. Um, yeah, Cora, Cora, Shelby, and Stella, and the oldest is 15, 
Oh, well, 11 and nine. Okay, so, so they're trouble. doomed anyway. They're doomed. <laughs> so much trouble. I didn't know that until now. <clears throat> yeah. The, you know, the 15-year-olds probably already just spilled everything down the river to the rest of them, and it's all over. Oh, they love it. They sit and watch, and they know the only time that we cuss is when we're watching football. Well, that's kind of <laughs> necessary. Uh, in regards to the 1890, James Boardman says the 1890 fund dr uh, drives through next Tuesday. The first 250000 will be matched by a big donor, um, which is a great time to remind you of our young guns for Team Jack watch along uh, or John guns here. Uh, <laughs> now would be a great time if you have five dollars or even 4.99 or even 1.99 uh, i'm keeping track of it all and it and and we're over 200 dollars now now i wish that i could say that your donations are being matched by a big donor um but unless i win the lottery it's pretty much just gonna be your donations but your donations to team jack and we'll see maybe maybe john and i can work something out but uh that'd be a great time to put a little in to get a little something back Wait, give a little. Anyway, I don't know that that fell apart quickly, but regardless, uh, let's see here. John Gunn's shot down in a blaze of nonsense. I don't know what that means. I don't know either. Uh, somebody did say that it's uh, very apparent that we uh, don't uh, do any uh, prep for the show. I mean, we, we're not professionals. Like, I didn't do prep when I actually worked in radio. I take that back. When I worked in 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 covering high school sports and like and uh, like I had whiteboards uh, for for starters. Um, my first, so I I got into radio. My first day on the job was less than two weeks before the first high school football game, and uh, my first on air gig was the Sheridan County Fair in Gordon, Nebraska, in twenty twenty. Oh no, two thousand three. That was twenty years ago. Mm -hmm. But for the for the football game, Shadron Cardinals against uh, Torrington, Wyoming, I had two big whiteboards, and I was able to get starting lineups ahead of time. So I would put in in dry erase uh, marker the the starting lineups, you know, first name, last name, numbers for uh, offense and defense, so that when our kids were on offense, I could see exactly on my whiteboard who uh, who would likely be uh, on defense for the other team. I apologize for that anecdote. That was that was okay. foolish, and I, I feel I feel horrible now. You know what? I, I don't have to prepare because I live this. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Red says the only prep John does is preparation H. That's preparation a, a through G were all all failing. That that is a weird that is a weird comment. <laughs> but but it didn't go unappreciated. Uh uh Phil enjoyed it. Um so a few more uh, starred comments here. Uh, Jack the Ripper, who's in and out. I think he's got got to get busy in London is what one of his outgoing uh, comments said. Uh, who needs a quarterback anyway? <laughs> that definitely seems to be the direction we're going. Uh, Wildcat with Heinrich Harburg. We'll just see what happens, right? You know, uh, I here here's the thing. Seriously, on this question, I mean, it's Danny Kalen apparently has opened up his commitment and is visiting Michigan State. Nebraska needs quarterbacks. They don't need one freaking quarterback. They need three. You know, if that's going to be a five-star exactly. Dylan Rayola, so be it. If, and if the other guys, I guess they don't want to come into Nebraska because Dylan Rayola's there, 
then then don't. I I guess go somewhere where your life is guaranteed, you bunch of pansies. This is nice a word. It's like, you know what I mean? If you don't want to compete for a job, I guess then you don't belong in Division One football because you're probably going to be competing for a job no matter where you are. And I, it, you're going to come into Nebraska. You're going to live in a fishbowl. You're going to get the hell beat out of you if you throw a lot of interceptions. That's how it is. And if you can't accept that, I guess then you don't belong there. Go somewhere John, like Syracuse. Yeah. And, and to that point, you know, if I were Kyle McCord and thinking about how the Ohio State fans were and right how Nebraska fans are, I mean, the minute that he messes up, does one thing yeah. wrong, we're going to be calling for Dylan Riola. So do you right. blame him? There is that. I, I guess I don't from that standpoint, but at the same time, you know, if you're going to do this, I mean, Kyle McCord, Kyle, Kyle McCord's career probably isn't going to end in college. And it's only going to get, you know, if you, if you, oh, if you sure. can't, I, I don't, the Ohio state fans are insane. They really are. But that's what college football <laughs> is at any place that has had any level of success. And if you're going to go to the NFL, that's going to be magnified by about 3000 times. So I, do I blame him? No, I don't blame him. They're young guys. They got to make decisions that are best for them. At the same time, if you're not going to be able to handle that stuff, you know, there's no getting away from it. Here, here's the thing that people mistake. Here's a big mistake that people make. They think that if, if I'm here and I prove myself, all my haters will stop complaining. And the reality is, is if you're here and you become this here player that's up here, you know, at a much higher level, all you're going to do is have more haters. They don't have to have a reason to complain. They don't go away if you prove yourself. People still complain about Tom Brady all the time. The guy was the greatest quarterback that ever lived. There's a complaint and an argument all by itself. But the haters don't ever go away. And if you can't deal with that and you can't deal with competition, then you know I don't know what you're doing playing Division One football in the first place. That's the harsh reality of that statement. That's really what it is. Uh, is that mean? No. I mean, I, I feel like it's realistic. We have a, a series of, of uh, comments here about uh, job competition. Josh says Tommy Frazier and Brooke had to compete and ain't none of these guys of them. That's tough to read the, those double negatives back to back like that. That's tough to read out loud. <laughs> you did good. Um, thank you. If we could Chatterfields, if we could, you know, bring our a game on Wednesdays and Thursday nights and, and, you know, I'm just kidding. I, I don't care. I just have to, I have to be a shithead. Uh, I'm sorry, a, a poop head for the children who are listening. Uh, Jason Reeves says, John, when's the last time a five-star IT geek was hired to do your job? <laughs> well, they're, you know, they're slowly I, – I, I said this earlier when I was on with Beth. You know, I am a 60-year-old, 61-year-old IT guy with a brain injury. My career is slowly slipping away to all those five-star younger IT geeks. You know, that's what it is. This this is how it goes. If I'm not realistic about that and those expectations, then, yeah, I'm going to be damaged by it. And, uh, you know, it might I might be like a lot of other guys I know my age that they get fired by a company, let go to soften that up a little bit, and they go, well, where was the loyalty? Well, you shouldn't expect any. 
that's the reality of the situation. When you're doing your job and you're doing stuff, you know, maybe you get loyalty from your family. <laughs> My kid flipping me off walking in here. <laughs> but, you know, I've had to work with a lot of people that are very good at what they do. And, you know, the thing about IT, here's the thing about IT. Everybody brings, like in a football team, everybody brings something different to the table. And either you respect each other's values and what you bring to the table and you can all work to each other. Or you go sulk in the corner. And IT people, God help us, with our lack of social skills, are very, very good at sulking in the corner. <laughs> I hope the IT people don't come after me. MWI, or, or, or maybe that's Roman numeral one. By the way, if I have to guess, like if you're going to use <laughs> initials, I'm going to just start making things up. So MW1 is Mortal Wombat 1. Uh, it's not realistic to compete for a job. I don't compete for my job in the real world. I can't even figure out why I'm still employed. He's so. in a lucky, he or she is in a lucky position then. You, you use Mortal Wombat and you you show, put respect on that name. Um, you know, J Joel Til Tilson, I think a while back, he said something along the lines of Nebraska's problem was that we've had some pretty crappy ADs. Yeah. Yep, that's it. And that's the truth. I mean, honestly. Uh, what? What, John? <laughs> oh, you did. Wade Farr. Wade Farr. Manning is sitting and I don't know what the hell he's doing at Texas. <laughs> is that right? Maybe that's a... Archie Manning waiting. is sitting and waiting Wazitting. in Texas. He's like He's wazitting. Yeah. He's <laughs> He's with We should go get him. Maybe it's he could visit at Nebraska for less money. <laughs> uh, Brian Bauer says, uh, hoping Kalen stays. Minnie's right, though. Fans are nuts. McCord is if Rayola turns out to be the second coming of Trevor Lawrence, he'll be out of a job midseason. So <laughs> I did. I suppose that was uh, it. He was right, told, you know, we're re recruiting Danny or Dylan Rayola, and you're going to have to compete for a job. And he went, I, you know, I, I don't want to. Okay, well then go over there. Well, well, let's uh, back the conversation up. Just thirty-two short minutes. We were talking about Casey Thompson, uh, and Brett in, uh, informed us that Casey was granted a seventh year, um, which means could that be at Nebraska. Left. It could be at Nebraska. He's in town. He's in town. Yeah. Um, I think we've touched on this, but it's it's highlighted, and so I'm I, I'm just gonna hit it and find out. Don't start, Fred. Uh, Joel Tilson says, will Rayola be guaranteed to be starting quarterback at Nebraska? I would say at this point, nothing's guaranteed, right? If you're not going to guarantee the 11 and one, you know, kid who just, you know, took Ohio state, you know, one win away from the big 10 championship game. I don't, I don't think anything's guaranteed, but I do think it's kind of, you know, likely. I don't think you can ever yeah. do that. You can now, I don't think you ever do that for anybody and still have a, have a successful team. One thing I love about Rule is that he is so in love with Nebraska history. And I think for him, having Dylan Riola come to Nebraska is like having Tom Osborne watch practices. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, this is, he's our son. Like, why wouldn't we want him? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> What are you okay. what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, Dylan Stalker, if he doesn't come to Nebraska and go back goes back to Georgia? Are you gonna just switch? 
No. You're going to start wearing the red G thing, aren't you? <laughs> Never. Never. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> he will. He'll come. I, I feel like Minnie's probably on the inner circle of, of people. You know, like Dylan from Nebraska probably called Minnie and said, it's looking like it's going to happen. Can you give me another five grand and then inform Georgia of his decision? Um, let's see. I probably, I, I wish Wait. this would have worked out differently. And then you could still tell us stories about being on the chain gang. <laughs> when we're talking about Memorial stadium upgrades or we, we weren't, the, the Chatterfields were uh, Fred says, John uh, should, I think, I think it should say should, but it said would uh, John should get his name on a golden toilet in Memorial stadium. I want a trough <laughs> when they renovate. I would like the John Johnston trough. There you go. Uh, but it better not be Memorial bottom. across the bottom. That way people can just pee on my name. Well, if they're anything like your <laughs> biological son who comes in and flips you the double bird, uh, I feel like it's right right there in, in, the, in the realm of possibility. Uh, Fred says, Minnie will move to Georgia and always call him short on fourth down. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He doesn't come. I like that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Branson Chab wants to know, is John still drinking the roulade? Well, yeah, I mean, it's only been his first year. And I think that, you know, I'm one of the, he looks like he's doing everything right to me. I mean, you can't just, yes, we have, we have a lot of players returning that we want back. We look like we're moving forward in the right direction. I mean, everything looks good except for we don't have any quarterbacks. And I'm sure that's going to be worked out in the next couple of weeks. Maybe we'll have five. Maybe five will tomorrow will just show up and go, I want to be a quarterback at the University of Nebraska. And there'll be guys we've never heard of. Or it could be like a very special Oprah Winfrey. Like, you get to be quarterback in Nebraska. You get to be quarterback in Nebraska. You get to be quarterback. Check under your seats. I'm going to apologize ahead of time for asking this question. Minnie? Yes. Kush King wants to know if you've oh, ever had that? to use a trough. Uh, no. In fact, I was confused when John said he wanted a trough. I thought, <laughs> now what does that have to do with the bathroom? Okay. Did, John, you want to tell her? You want me to tell her? Or, or did you pick I it up? In I, I figured it out. Okay. okay. She's I, probably I, old I, enough that she just took her a moment <laughs> and she suddenly considered, you know, the male. How many, whatever. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, we have some actual like non restroom related questions. And this okay, is what I well, that's good. This is what I mentioned a, a little bit ago. And I said, I, I, I love uh, living in Omaha, David Matney's questions because he says, what's the minimum threshold for success next season? Oh, they damn were, but go ahead, Minnie. <laughs> <laughs> Just take his I answer. Mean, Just steal oh, his answer. <laughs> number one on my list is to, the Buffaloes. That that is a must. Has to happen. And of course, we all want to go to a bowl. We expect it. It's our second year in this program. And I mean, we had a a 15th rate defense this year. So 
there should be no reason why we can't make it with nine returning um, players on defense. And with Tony White getting a nice pay raise, PTW. I'll go with that. I, you know, I like that. I mean, I suppose by the season rolls around, we'll have people going, we better go 10 and two or nine and three just so they can possibly disappoint it. I mean, we'll, we'll see where this is when, uh, you know, when August rolls around. I know that's a long ways away, which is why I try to pay attention to the other sports in Nebraska that will disappoint me as well, <laughs> especially if they're men's sports, apparently. John, what's your minimum threshold for success? What does Nebraska what have to accomplish? Said in 20? She, she said it. She's, okay. I'll agree with her. Beat, okay. beat Colorado and go to a bowl. For right now, it's December of 2023. Yeah, hope springs eternal. And uh, uh, we're not to August yet, but no. I mean, no what? No, we're not to August. <laughs> no. Can I finish or do you want to? I'm just, I'm, I'm having a Tourette's moment. Okay. It's just going to happen sometimes. You should know this. I've, I'm fairly certain that by the time we get to the season predictions, they're on the, the last episode before the first game of 2024. I'm probably going to say 15 and 0. Right you now, are. minimum threshold for success. Let's, let's do all the things that Minnie said, right? Beat Colorado, mm -hmm. you got to beat Iowa, but you got to be above five. Like six and six, I don't think will look as as sparkling. I suppose uh, when you look at the first half of the Nebraska schedule, everybody's already saying, "Well, you you should go into week eight or the bye or whatever it is uh, seven and zero. All right, well let's do that. I mean, if everybody's going to be as confident now, you can't you can't go three games into next season and say we're shit in the bed. All right, we're 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 gonna finish two and ten, and Matt Rule's gonna be fired, and we're gonna have to do this buyout. And thank God it's not a, a, a who the hell got fired at at uh, A and M. I can't. Uh, Jimbo, people, thank you, Jimbo Fisher. Thank you. Uh, we're not gonna have to have that kind of buy, but you know, hold on to your butts. All right, everybody, seven and five. Beat the team. Beat your neighbors who you you dying to beat anyway. Win the games that win the games that you hope to win, and, and by God, don't turn the ball over so much. We we saw plenty of comments here tonight about holding on to the balls on Tonders aside. Okay, uh, but I just wanted to add one more thing. This okay. season was a success in my book. I know. I know. We lost so many close games, but think of what we learned. I mean, geez, we saw some amazing things turn around. I was so impressed. I mean, I had hope every single week. And I hadn't had that hope in years. So I I think this year was this season was a success. I it, it's like the I'm a big Nick Cage fan. I know I don't know if that's as cool in 2023 as it was 15 years ago. Uh, but about 15 years ago, he made a little movie called National Treasure, and in it he said, uh, "What did What did Thomas Edison say after he uh, successfully invented the light bulb?" He's like, "I didn't, I didn't, you know, just invent the light bulb. I found 3,000 ways not to invent the light bulb." So, many to your point, right. I think it's we found 
a lot of ways, areas we can improve. You know, we, we, we found mm-hmm. a lot of the, the weakness, uh, weak points, the, the, um, the areas that need upgrading. And I think we, we did, uh, we took some measures to solidify that. Again, we, we locked down Tony White, gave him that restructured contract. Um, you know, we're, we're, there was a comment in there about a uh, quarterback coach being, you know, still coaching in the NFL right now. So I think some things are moving in the right direction. But what my fear is, is because it's been this way for 20 years, on the good years, we'll have a really good component of the team and then the rest of the team is the drizzling turds. Um, what I'd really like to see is, is, is a nice confluence of, of success on, in all three facets of the game, mm-hmm. which means we also have to find a punter. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, uh, David, uh, great question there. Led to some uh, terrific uh, conversation. Um, let's see. We were talking about – oh, here we go. John Fields. I'm highlighting this one because mm, it's, it's basketball season. And John Field says, only thing scares me about Dylan Rayola is he's flipped more times than Caitlin Clark flops on the basketball court. <laughs> wow. That is not number one. That's not possible. And number two, <laughs> how many times has he flipped? He's only, he's only gone from Nebraska to Georgia. Yeah. Okay. No, Wait, where else? Ohio. Oh, oh, oh Ohio okay. State. And he then- was at Ohio State. But but here's the deal, okay? When he when we all got so excited about him possibly coming to Nebraska this spring, he never said that Nebraska was a possibility. He never said it. And so we all made that happen. And so we got our hearts broken. Just because he goes to, you know, a basketball game doesn't mean that he's coming to play football. You know, and so we got our but hearts broken. And why else them. would anybody ever go to a Nebraska men's basketball game? He's- <laughs> wow. wow. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. I'll see yeah. myself up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. You know what? They're seven and two. They're one and one in the Big Ten, and we'll see where they go from here. Hey, they had a nice win against Michigan State. They did. Um. All right. Let's see. Uh, John had another one. Uh, this time specifically what? for you, Minnie. Oh, calm down, Josh. I mean, no, no, I... no. <laughs> and you know what, Josh? You calm down too. You you haven't been feeling well this week. Uh, but John, you calm down. Uh, John Field says, "Question for Minnie: Are the fans in Arizona as passionate as in Lincoln?" Yes. Even maybe more so. We travel to games. We have okay. There's probably like. Three Husker bars I can think of. Um, there's a Husker yeah. apparel shop in Scottsdale. I mean, it's it's the real deal. And it's fun. There's a large alumni group down there, isn't there? There is, yep. Basically, yeah. everyone retires here. Scott Frost lives just, I mean, he lives like five minutes from here. Are you stalking him? <laughs> no. Like no, what? he's what? used up his eligibility. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> <laughs> I've seen pictures. It looks like a very nice place that Nebraska fans were. Mm-hmm. What? I guess not, I can't say Nebraska taxpayers because that's not how uh, uh, the football 
uh, program is is operated. It's it's self funded certainly, but uh, yeah. So nice nice uh, nice domicile there. Um, Mortal Wombat One says, "Do you think any of the three of you?" I got to read that again. Do you think any of the three of you can script a new type of loss we will witness next season never seen before? No. I hope not. I can't script it. I'm not that creative. (laughs) Unless unless it it involves aliens or lizard people from the other side of the flat earth. The the only thing that comes to mind. They don't. Uh, the only thing that comes to mind is, you know, we have we've been the victim of walk off field goals, but uh, being a, a walk off safety to lose two to nothing as time expires. Why are like you that, entertaining this? Why is this going through your head? Because it's fun. It's literally no. like, no, it's not. It's terrifying. <laughs> it's horrible. It, it, it's like you're one of those people that are going to speak something into existence. Don't do it. Don't do it. I wish I had okay, that kind well, of power. Now that, see this, Greg? Now the lizard people from the other side <laughs> of the flat earth are coming to your house in the next week. Uh, Josh says safety in overtime, so at least uh, my, my buddy and I are of, of one mind in that. Um, and Phil Spear – oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, Phil Spear said Rayola transferred high schools too. First of all, he transferred from Texas to Arizona, which is where his family is from. And then when he was playing at Chandler, there was a problem there with the coaches. There, it was like 22 um, students transferred. I know it sounds really bad that I know this stuff about <laughs> 16, 17, 18-year-olds. <laughs> Okay. But they all transferred because there was a problem with the coaching. So that's why Dylan Rilla was going to play at um, Pinnacle High School. So, and then when he decided to go to Georgia, that's why he went to Georgia. So there's a, there's an explanation for him going to all these different high schools. Just wanted to clear that up. <laughs> of of the. People on this show, there was only one of us who would have all that info. Yeah, that, I hope, I hope and pray that Dylan Royola comes to Nebraska. So you're with us for it, Minnie. <laughs> we do. Fred uh, thanks me for speaking it into existence. That's how we'll lose to Iowa. Beetle B says yeah. Iowa see beating this? us after we go undefeated. Yeah, see there. See what you're doing. You're manifesting oh. evil. You're manifesting <laughs> negativity. That's what you're doing. John says, uh, John Fields says offensive offside. <laughs> you got to be able to laugh, John. Jeez. What, you know what? Um, Dave Remington was called for that when he played in the Bulls in the 80s as a center. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? No, you don't. You're too young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. I am. The pain still I'm exists. Much too young. The pain still exists watching I'm sorry, John. Do you want to hug it out? It, no. Okay. Yeah, I asked. Uh, Josh wants to know, Minnie, have you ever been uh, to games at the Old Gray Lady, or are you like another host on this show? Who? <laughs> Greg. Greg. Yeah. yeah. It's on the to-do list. 
I mean, there's nothing like it. Yes, I have. In fact, the very first game I went to, I was flying out of Omaha and I saw Dylan Rayola. And I was going to go, this was like when he was made, he was still in Texas. And I knew he was on a radar. Um, I was going to go up to him. He, he was on his phone. I was going to go up to him and say, you need to come to Nebraska. You know, crazy fan. <laughs> Are, are you like are you like a Twitter account in real life? Like just, just following all the high school kids around, be like, go big red, gotta come to Nebraska. See you in Lincoln. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, let's see. Fred says that uh, he thought the old gray lady was John's stage name. Oh my god, I thought the old gray lady was like the New York Times or something. I've, I've never that? heard Memorial Stadium called the Old Gray Washington Lady. I don't Post. know if, if, I, if Josh made that up. Um, let's see. Uh, John thinks that maybe many you're on Dylan's payroll. <laughs> of all the inside info, uh, I've been called a, a manifesting man child. Thank you, Fred, um, because of all go. my uh, creative <laughs> ways that we can lose next year. Uh, let's see. Caleb with a great question. How much Nebraska could Nebraska, Nebraska, if Nebraska could win? Hopefully not as much as they Nebraska did in the last 20 years. John, that should yeah. be a t-shirt. That would make a oh, great t-shirt. Oh my God. <laughs> that reminds well, me. I have, I have an image that uh, a couple weeks back, maybe a month now, I took a picture of, of one of the, the comments here. I got to find it. It was, it was a pearl. It was a true pearl of wisdom. And uh, shout out to Roger Moore, who I don't think's joined us tonight. Um, and I don't know what, what the hell we were talking about. It was the end of October, so we were still in the thick of things. But he says, hate corrodes the cauldron it's contained in. You remember that one, John? No. Okay. It's pretty well, good. It's like he stole that from Bruce Lee. Are you, are you talking about water? No, the line. Shut up, Siri. I'm not talking to you. Um, Josh says, uh, uh, hey, Greg, didn't John write a book or a few? And you know what? That's true. Uh, John does have a couple of books that you can get them on Amazon. The, the, mm -hmm. the one that I'm going to put up here is the only mm -hmm. one that I own, um, and I still had to pay for that. Uh, but it's Been Dead, Never Been to Europe by John Johnston. Uh, he also has, of course, uh, you, don't forget Manage Your Damage. Yeah. Right, John? Is it manage your damage? And then uh, manage your damage heart, heart attack survivor. And and then the most recent one is why the hell is there this dent in my head or something similar? Right. Well, it's missed the mystery of the dent in my head. Yeah. It's an ebook only. Okay. Uh and they're all available on Amazon. I'm, you know what? I I thinking that I'm gonna write some more books. Probably hmm. fiction about this this crazy woman that stalks high school quarterback. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, oh, I love it. Yes, yes. John Field. John Field says, I just noticed John has his Hugh Hefner robe on. John, can you uh, uh, stand up, turn around, and, and, no. and really show us? No, show what are you doing? No. God only knows awkward. when I'm going to get this. Christmas is coming, you know. God only knows <laughs> so, what we're going to get this Christmas. That sounds like a uh, uh, Beach Boy song. Remember that one, John? No. 
God only knows. I was never. I was never a Beach Boys guy. That's fine. Well, I was, you know, more of a more of a punk rock guy. That's fine. I mean, Beach Boys were well before punk rock, but okay. Uh, Minnie, Joel, Minnie, did you did you did you go to college? I'm sorry. What? Did you go to college? Yes. Can I ask where? <laughs> Here in um, Phoenix. So Arizona State? No, no I that's in Tempe, college. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. And, and and did you go did you go what was the music? What was your favorite music when you were in college? Oh gosh. I don't think I don't think you mean you don't have to answer that. If it's I'm, Yeah, cuz <laughs> Like you know genre. Okay. I was it hip hop? Well, was it was no. hip hop hogwash? Was it you know ska? Was it post punk eighties? Was it you know? I think about it for a future no. show. Okay, good, good, good. All right, yeah, you can think about it. Beetle B. What? Metallica. Yeah. Okay, you're one of yeah. those. Inter Sandman. <laughs> one of those. What? I don't know. You know, Metallica. One of those. You know. uh, that's that's yeah, what no, I'm thinking, John. That's what I was thinking too. He's he he's trying to get me to. I'm you don't just, have to divulge it. You, you you save that for for your W two wow. tax form. We don't. You know you, you you don't need to. You don't need to give that information to John. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> Moonbot Seven says John is a big Circle Jerk fan. You know. I'll tell you this story about the circle jerks. Uh, the, the circle jerks, the circle jerks, the circle jerks were an, were a punk band out of LA and mm -hmm. they had a big role. They had a big role in the movie called decline to Western civilization. Now my mom, my mom, the DJ loved punk rock. And she called me at the dorm one time in SRAM six where I lived. And she said, there's a movie coming to Lincoln called Decline of Western Civilization, and you need to invite all your friends to go to it. So I took 20 friends, and we went to the Sheldon Film Theater on campus, and we all went to Decline of the Western Civilization, which was about all the punk bands in L.A. X was very famous, the Circle Jerks. Uh, I can't <laughs> remember. Well, x -Scene was a big thing in there. And I, I, can't, I can't think of the rest of them. But Darby, this guy named Darby was the lead singer. And, you know, his manager kept saying that the hardest thing to get Darby to do is to actually sing into the mic. That's my, that's my punk. I loved punk rock when I was in college. That's, that's the thing that I had going in college. There you go. Well, you guys got quiet. What the hell? It's the name oh. of a band, for God's sake. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Roger. I could go wrong. into some of the music, and it would be even worse than the conversation, the dialogue, or the monologue I just had. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> look, look. If you're just listening to this podcast, I for the last two minutes during John's. <laughs> CJ story, his quote unquote punk rock story. Right. His mom for some weird reason. Uh, 
I've been throwing up comments from the Chatterfields, and uh, okay. you're going to want to go back to about the one hour and 20 minute mark on the video to watch because uh, everybody's in, in a great mood tonight. My gosh. Uh, okay. The Dead Kennedys. Dead Kennedys. I don't think they're from L.A., but they're a very good band. Uh, Holiday in Cambodia. Don't forget to pack your wife. There you go. All right. We should move on from this. We got another question. Uh, somebody said something about the holiday season, and Joel Tilson said Husker fans dreaming of a Dylan Rayola Christmas. Amen. Well, that is, you know what, you know what your task is for the next for the next show, Minnie. What? Get a I want you to compose a song. I, I oh, want you to compose a, a song, song around that concept. A song around <laughs> that concept. <laughs> Okay. And it can't be just a, you know, it can't be just a ripoff of, you know, I'm dreaming of a Dylan Rayola Christmas. Okay. Just like yes, the can. ones we've never had before. <laughs> okay. I did want to say something. I'm really oh God. looking forward to Friday's, <laughs> okay, Friday's pictures with Rule and Rayola because this is his first um, official visit, right? Have you noticed that? Yeah, yeah. He hasn't he hasn't that. taken an official visit yet. Rule, sorry. Rule does this in all his pictures. Yeah. You know why? No. Boy, Boy Scout. Why? Nebraska. No, that's, that's that's. Oh, the, look like oh, Nebraska. The out the the outline. Yeah. I thought it was okay. I can't get that. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize that. I did not know that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Fred Sacco says, "I can't imagine John in the '70s, and it's amazing and frightening." Uh, Highlander well, Gun was... is is very disappointed that he's late. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna have to go back and watch the show in its entirety, buddy. We I don't know what to tell you. Um, let's see. So Moonbot, this was. 20 something minutes ago, Moonbot7 said Rayola will have over 30,000 or 30, 3,000 passing yards next year. True or false? Yeah. False. Minnie's right in there. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking the under on I, that. I, I would hope that we get a seasoned quarterback to come in and, and let Dylan play four games and then let the seasoned starter, the veteran quarterback, play most of the season, and then we have Dylan Rayola for five years because he preserves his redshirt year as we bring in a veteran. Will he need to be here there five years? It, it, the only reason he's going to be here five years is if he wants to win back-to-back-to-back national championships. Otherwise, he'd probably just go to pro after his he's, third yeah. year of playing. He's like 6'3", 220 pounds. I mean, this kid is a man. He's not a kid. He's, he's not like one of those freshmen that you need to sit on the bench and let them, you know, gain some muscle and let their bodies develop. He's there. He's ready to play. <laughs> I God, I hope Dylan Royola comes to Nebraska. <laughs> this is going to be the most disappointing thing ever. <sighs> I, I just- okay. Somebody, somebody in the comments has to help me out on that because I, I'm, I'm struggling to maintain my composure. <laughs> Minnie, it's great to have you here. Let's let's say that again. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't remember the context of this, 
but Kush King said 17 minutes ago that we have lived a sports nightmare for over two decades. I wish I could remember what we were talking about 17 minutes ago, but John's CJ story really cleared out most of my memory from before <laughs> that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't hey, disagree. Hey, I, hey, I, hey, yeah, hey, hey, well, there was I'm, also I'm, fear, fear. Fear had the song I Love Living in the City, absolutely punk rock anthem. You can probably find it on YouTube, Fear. There was the Germs. I looked up some Henry Rollins, if anybody remembers him from Black Flag. I remember uh, Henry Black Rollins Flag, before he became like a motivational speaker or something, right? Yeah, Henry Rollins has always been an amazing person, but uh, he quit music. He just quit music a few years ago, and that was pretty amazing. And he's been a poet and a writer and motivational speaker. Some of these people went on, and they did just incredible stuff, you know? What I was don't the, know if Darby that, ever did. What, what was the name of that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Calm. What was the name of that song you mentioned about uh, something in the city? I love living in the city by is fear. That, is that at all similar to Glenn Fry's song? You belong to the city. No. Okay. Trust me. It's not, I don't <laughs> think it's profane, but it's, it's uh, pretty harsh, you know, there's, there's Roger Moore. He showed up. He did. Uh, all right. And I and like you, the comment. That's right. Is this the one right, right one mini? Yeah. Perfect. Uh, NU is making more news in Colorado than Colorado right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see here. I, there was one. Uh, John Fields uh, thinking Minnie should be a regular. Phil yeah. agrees. Minnie knows her if, stuff. If her family comes back after this and says yes, then I, you know, we passed the test. We've probably scared everybody off in this first thing. I, I do feel because she she told us ahead of time she's like yeah they're all they're having a watch party over at at, mm-hmm. at your relative's house or like my in laws yeah yeah so, so they're so. probably all like oh my so god what have you done? <laughs> did did you warn them about us about the general community they know about you I make them watch you guys okay <laughs> god, god bless you I like how she said that. I make them watch you. I, what do you have this forceful of a personality? I I bribe them. Okay. Okay. All right. That's all. Well, I was well, thinking before they're, they're you know you called the school and said yeah. you you called the school and said you wanted to volunteer and they just immediately gave you a position on the chain <laughs> game. I mean, <laughs> Anyone can. Seriously. Okay. They're probably can. they're probably so dying for help. Um. All right, so it, uh, I, I got to ask you this, John, because again, I got, got a bad memory. That song about is something in the city. I like living in the city. Yeah, and I, I love said, living it, in the city. I was close. And I asked. Apparently, it's not related to Glenn Fry's "You Belong to the City." No, but Josh says it's obviously based on "We Built This City." That's what I keep, That's what's playing in my head over and over. That is the worst. That is the worst song ever made. Whoa. I don't think it you've is. listened to most it's music in the a, last 20 years. No, it is just a poppy, terrible song written to be a hit using a formula. I mean, okay. <laughs> so? That, it's like, it's like Huey Lewis in the news. It's just poopy stuff <laughs> that's just written to be bland 
bland let's hey, make a hit stuff you keep huey lewis out of your damn mouth all right we would you without him go, we wouldn't have go. we wouldn't have back to the future <laughs> You can go All to right. YouTube and look up I love living in the city fear and you will there it is. It's there's several iterations out there. <sighs> Josh what? Hansen. I love what he said. They built an actual city, John, on rock and roll. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> okay. All right. I think we've probably Stick. kept Minnie from her family long enough, don't you think? Like, oh. Did you hit that? That's the, that is the beautiful song I had done this. <laughs> I wrote this summer or this, yeah, it was July because I was in Texas. See, you could do this for that. Christmas, Minnie. Yeah. I'll, I'll think about it. I mean, yeah. if there's a, if it, absolutely, if he commits, I'm in. No, but that, then it'd be you do, do you 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 have to do write do the song karaoke? To, to help sell Nebraska to Bill <laughs> no, and Riola. You don't want me to do karaoke. You don't. Okay. You. Okay. Yeah. All right. How far you could away probably is, pick is, a you could probably pick a punk band from the eighties and just you know most of those guys couldn't sing. So you could I just you know them. I love living in the city. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, I, I think actually you'll appreciate this one, uh, John. Uh, uh, Shane McGowan passed away within the past week. The front yes, man for the Pogues. Um, yep. You know, like an Irish, Irish folk punk type band. Um, so it was good music. I think I talked about that uh, last week. Anyway, all right. My uh, my wife learned to love the Pogues. Uh, driving us to Hutchinson, Kansas for a wedding. And she had to drive for hours and her car broke down. We had to get her car fixed in a, some remote Kansas town. And we all sat at the bar and took over the bar because we were a lot of obnoxious drunk jerks. And she was driving, had to listen to us sing the Pogues from Nebraska all the way down to Hutchinson, Kansas. It's one of her favorite bands. I just got, I have getting... these. <laughs> Fred's also going to write a song. He says, I'll write a built this city song based on Husker football just for you guys. Nice. So, I, okay. Uh, all Seems right. like it would be perfect. I feel like, there you, go. you know, we're the, all, we all got a little bit of that Midwestern in. I've been like, you know, hitting my thighs about ready to stand up and say, well, it's, I gotta, but, but we're also gosh darn nice that we just can't, can't leave. So, uh, we're, but we're going to leave. This has been going on, dare I say, long enough. Uh, Bug Eaters 79 comes in and he says, no football talk this week. <laughs> no, it's just you missed it all. <laughs> uh, that that was the first hour of the show. The second half hour, uh, or uh, I should say the, the, the last bit of the show here has just been, anyway. Uh, we're getting to know each other. We're fi figuring out how we're going to make this work. That's what this is. I've been told to get a haircut and that I'm a hippie. Um, we got Christmas coming up. I'll probably get a haircut for that. Actually, I've got uh, work photos on Friday, so I'll probably get a haircut tomorrow. Um, Josh says, whoop, jumping around. Josh says, we built this city on cinnamon rolls and chili. <laughs> Stephanie says, this has been so fun. Uh, well, I, that's good. You get, yeah, Ooh. we appreciate that, that uh, you all are 
still with us. Good Lord. You put um, up with my whole story about the LA rock uh, punk bands. Just call, call it what you really want to call it, John. It's your CJ story. All right. No, it's, um, it's, they were just one band, you know, black flag was the one that I really loved. And uh, the decline of Western civilization was a very interesting movie. Okay. We'll move on. I keep going um, back to it. Morgan says Dylan for quarterback. Uh, it, among all the the multitude of, of comments that we had about the the greatness of this show, which look, it's a show with me, so that's always debatable. Um, but uh, Phil says mostly about many stalking. That that was a bright <laughs> spot for a lot of people. Um, uh, let's see here. When's movie night? Highlander Gun wants to know. Yeah. Uh, after after the first of the year. We're, we're, we are going to do a test run with something, and I'm going to surprise either you guys or Todd with what we're going to go through. So we will do a test run of reacting to something before we do Young Guns. Okay. Be prepared. Um, it, I, I like the fact it that it's a surprise. Be, it, will not be, it will not be a punk band from the 80s. <laughs> so, Just, so, you know. Okay. Uh Moonbot7 says, good show, guys. Mini was awesome as expected. Oh, thank you. Um, John's feeling his oats stories are the best. Uh, I think that's, is that sewing? I think it's supposed to be sewing his oats. Uh, his oats. That's, um, that's why I want, I want to hear Todd's take on, on some of these stories. <laughs> I have some questions for him. Uh, I don't know if you want those answers, though. <laughs> um you know the thing with me and Todd say, is, is they, listen. The thing with me and Todd is this: he knows if he says certain stories, <laughs> that I am going to bring up certain stories about him. So oh. there are things that we, you know, we just do not encroach <laughs> upon the certain boundaries that both of us have. Okay. MW1 just wants to hear me say, "Mortal Wombat One." Now, if I, I again, if my family wasn't all asleep, I do it like they do in the video game with the, you know, shouting "Mortal Womb." I can't do it. I can't do it right now. It, it wouldn't go, wouldn't go great. Uh, Justin uh, wants you to know, John, that he loves Black Flag. Um, who, Roger who says everybody should. Okay, uh, Roger says many great show tonight. Uh, nothing about you or I, John. So um, already we're being replaced here. Let's just go ahead and do this. There we go. No. <laughs> um, Fred says, keep your robe closed for the surprise. There were some debate as I asked you to stand up and, and, and twirl around. You said no, but people were speculating that you're just not wearing pants, and that's why you didn't want to stand up. Um, uh, Augustine Chavez says, go blue. Sure. He's going to leave us guessing. That's fine. Honestly, Whether or not I'm, I'm, I wear okay pants? What? <laughs> Uh, let's see. Nope, not going to read that one, Fred. Sorry. Um, all right. John says that Minnie's going to stalk you now, John. No, I don't see that happening. First of all, I mean, she's already here. Like, yeah. This, if this is as close as I can get to John, it's probably as close as anybody online can get to John. Um, and I say this with love and respect because I know John, I've had the pleasure of working with John for uh, over a decade now in, in various podcast capacities here at coronation. Um, 
Dylan has more to offer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he has more to offer our team. Wow. I mean, I mean the, the team the, from a football capacity. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Um, <laughs> I have to go because I I have to go because uh, I'm gonna weep. <laughs> John, are you a first year starter? Uh, Fred is asking many if if you got the build to to step in week one. I haven't seen him throw, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get the hell That's out of a here. Good answer. That is a good answer. Yeah, we probably should. Uh, it's getting I, it. It took a left I, turn at that whole punk rock thing, didn't it? <laughs> I did try ending this show ten minutes ago, but here we are. All right, everybody. Uh, Minnie, it was truly uh, great to have you here, and we hope Thank that you, you join us again, uh, as I'm sure you will. Maybe you don't have to kick the family out next time. No. Um, but as as anybody who watches knows, I think Fred saw it uh, earlier. I had to do a stiff arm maneuver on my oldest. Uh, as he was trying to walk up behind me. Um, so if you have to tackle children, <laughs> keep them away. For, that, that's fine. Um, but thank you so much. Uh, John is always great uh, seeing you. And, and I appreciate the fact that you put up with me and you have for a decade. So um, for all you Chatterfields, I say it to most weeks, we know you have a lot of entertainment options uh, here on Wednesdays or Thursday nights. So we certainly do appreciate the time that you spend with us here at the five heart podcast and coronation. So uh, from all of us to all of you, we remind you each and every week that five heart is all the heart you need. John. Go big red. Minnie. Thank you guys. Go big red. Good night, everybody. Did you want to hear me sing the pogues? I don't. <laughs> <laughs>